Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Happy Saturday to you. I thank God that you have decided to join me this morning and you did not consider it robbery. This is your host, Apostle Gloria Hawkins, and we're just excited about God and what he is doing in this hour and the deliverance and healing that is definitely taking place among God's people. I give him glory, honor, and praise. As we go before the Lord in prayer, I say, Lord God, I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would bless the listeners, that you would bless them in their hearts and in their minds to be able to receive from you what thus saith the Lord. We give you all honor and we give you all praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. This morning we're continuing our discussion about it's not my fault, but it is my responsibility. And so oftentimes people will get stuck in that place of injury or they get stuck in that place in the past where they were hurt as a child and even as adults. And sometimes they seem like they just can't move past it. And when we talk about the responsibility side of it, we need to understand that, yes, we have endured injury, we have endured offense, hurts, pains, sometimes at the hands of others, and also at the decisions we've made in our life that may cause some type of hindrance or cause some type of problem in our lives. When we talk about taking the responsibility of this, we must forgive. One of the first things we have to do is to forgive the person that offended, the person that hurt, the situation that may have caused us some type of pain. We must forgive people and take the responsibility for our own healing and our own deliverance. God is the author and the finisher of our faith, and he has let us know in his word we must forgive. We cannot walk around bitter and angry always because of the past hurts and pains. So I would like to encourage each of you to look at forgiveness. Look at where you are now in life and make the decision. Take the responsibility for your healing. Go to God. Ask him to give you what you need to forgive, help you to see what's going on in you and in your life in order for you to be able to move forward and not be stuck in that same place that you may have been stuck for years and years and years. It is his desire that we be free and whole and delivered. His word tells us that deliverance is the children's bread. And it is past time for the children to eat of that bread, to be healed. We oftentimes, <clears throat> we, we see people and we're wondering why they, they get up in age and they seem to be so bitter and so angry. And more often than not, it's because they didn't forgive something or someone that happened to them at a very early age. And it is very unfortunate that they didn't forgive because they're missing out on some of the joys of life. 
by not forgiving and by not allowing God to heal and deliver. We see it. We see it on on TV. We see it in our churches. We see it in our homes. We see it on so many different levels where people just seem to can't not be able to move forward. They're not able to just shake it and get over it to get past it. And that's because one of the biggest things is that they may not have forgiven the person or persons that may have hurt them. When we take responsibility for our healing, when we take responsibility for our deliverance, we're deciding we're going to take the power and authority from the enemy to be able to move forward and do what thus saith the Lord. You know, we have, we were talking about it this week in Bible study about power and authority. When we decide that we're going to maintain our power, maintain our authority, we take the power from the enemy. We take the power. We take back our power. We take back our position. And we've given up enough to the enemy. We've given up enough to those people around us that just want to take advantage of us. We've given up enough. And it's time for us to take back our power. It's time for us to take back our authority and walk as God has called us to walk because we are a royal priesthood. We have an inheritance. We have a father that loves us. We have a father that went to the cross. He gave his only begotten son And he went to the cross for us on our behalf, not for us to be stuck in a place of pain and a place of confusion and in a place of just complete disarray. And that's not why Jesus went to the cross. Jesus went to the cross that we might have life and have it more abundantly that we might have be free and able to enjoy life to the utmost, to be able to enjoy everything that he has placed in the earth for us. But oftentimes we get stuck in a place, and so many times we, we see it, we may be going through it ourselves. You know, it's, it can be very close to home, but we have to decide, hey, this This has happened. There's nothing I can do to change what has happened, but I can take back the authority and the power and not allow that thing, that person, that situation to cause us to lose any more ground, to set us back. Yes, you want to take some time to sit, be quiet, be still before the Lord to receive direction to receive instructions and strategies as to what he would have you to do to be able to move forward, to be able to have your healing. And for some, it may be an ongoing process. It actually may be seeking godly counsel. It may be, you know, just sitting and talking with someone and talking it out in order for you to be get back to the place where God would have you to be. It seems like there's such a stigma in the body when you talk about um, counseling of some kind, professional counseling. I know we have ministers and leaders in the church that they may, the pastor may do counseling 
But I, I found, even with my own experience, there was only so much I was going to share with the pastor that I was under. It was only so much, so far I was going to go. One, whether it's they're not able to understand it or they're not in that mindset, but it may be worth the investment in seeking outside counsel from a reputable counselor, and you can go online and you can find Christian counselors, believers who are, that is their mission in the marketplace, is to not only help the people in the body of Christ, but the people of the world, but they have a level of standard. They're going to do it based on what God says. Yes, they know what they've studied in their textbooks, but they have an understanding of what the Bible says and what God says about healing. And talking to uh, several different counselors and asking the question, what makes you different than going to a non-Christian counselor or what makes you different in going to a pastor? And they basically have what I would say the best of both worlds. A non-Christian counselor may be um, a churchgoer, and I'm not taking anything from it, and I do understand that a lot of them do not label themselves as Christian counselors. Um, It's almost like they want to keep that part of their life a secret. But let God lead you. Let him lead you as to where to go, what to do, who to seek out, that you can forgive and you can be whole and you can be free and that you can enjoy life and, and enjoy it abundantly, not just the little bit, not just scraping the top, not just here and there, up and down, in and out, but enjoy it consistently. There's a difference between happiness and joy. Happiness, it comes and goes. It's based on something on the outside. But joy, joy is from within. Joy is is on the inside. The word tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So when we have our joy, we have strength. We're able to see things differently. We're able to handle situations differently. We're able to move forward. You know, we we can't let anybody steal our joy. We can't give away our joy. We cannot live without the joy that God has given us because then you're depressed, you're under oppression, subjection, all these different things that will cause your spirit and cause you to be in total disarray. And everything that you do, you live for, you desire for, it can be lost in a moment if you're just based on happiness. You know, if we have Jesus, we have joy. We have Jesus, we have strength. We have the power, we have the authority. And yes, it can be a very slow process. It can be a very tedious, a very long process. But when you make up in your mind that you're going to have the joy, that you're going to live and understand and and, 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 the, and bask in the joy and the love of Christ, it makes life 
so much better. It makes it so much easier to go through life knowing that we have an advocate, that we have someone who loves us so much and that it's not his will that we suffer and it's not his will that we are living with a lack of joy and we're living destitute and broken and hurting all the time. That is not God's will for our life. He said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. What is abundantly? That's more than enough. That's an overflow. That's an overflow of everything that God has in the earth for us. Jesus is our healer. Jesus is our deliverer. He's our way maker. So oftentimes when we're looking at people, and even myself, dealing with those issues of the past and we're un- unable to let go, you know, depression comes in. And more often than not, depression is more about the negative that you see about your life than the positive. The high rate of suicide has a lot to do with the negative words that we say about ourselves, the negative things that we believe about ourselves. And then when you have people around you who are constantly feeding in that negativity, you know, you feel like all hope is lost. You feel like you can't go on. You feel like you can't do what you want to do. You're not free because you're so bound by the past. So I beseech you, therefore, brethren and sisters, seek out your healing. Yes, understand that the issues and things that happen to you may not be your fault. But when you take the responsibility to get your healing, you will be stronger. You will be equipped and empowered to move forward in the things of God. And you will be able to help someone else to get to that very point of knowing him and looking at life differently. It's not a matter of looking at life through rose-colored glasses. It's a matter of looking at life with clear vision, with hope, with a substance of knowing that Jesus, 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 at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. And he is Lord. He is our healer. He is our deliverer. And we're going to go forth with him, and he's going to, we're going to do what God called us to do. We're going to do it the way he said for us to do it. And we're going to be excited about what God has called us to do. I am going to have to cut the broadcast short this morning, and I will, I pray that God bless you. I pray that this has helped you in a way to move past where you are, past your hurts and pains, and know that God is love, and he loves you, and he has prepared a place for us in his kingdom that we might have life, have it more abundantly, that we can be excited about him and who he is. I pray that God bless you and keep you on this Saturday. If it's hot where you are, I pray that you are able to stay cool, drink plenty of water, and be safe. Enjoy your Saturday.
Bye-bye.